welcome to another episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. And we've just been in these last couple of days and weeks just talking to people in their everyday circumstances. You know, they're housewives, they have to do homeschooling, they're entrepreneurs and business dads. And today we've got Rachel and we've got Curtis Thompson from Illinois. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having us. You guys have your own business. Want to explain that a little bit? Very entrepreneurish, and then you've got your boys. Tell us a little bit how that's under one roof happening these days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, so, like Mike said, we're we're Curtis and Rachel. We're from Southern Illinois, um, and we are photographer videographers. Uh, we've been uh, doing that for seven years now, and uh, yeah, both work from home. And we have also been homeschooling our boys for the last three years. We were prior to that, we were uh, both school teachers. Uh, I had taught for 14 years in public education and Rach had taught for eight years in public education. And so, yes, and so, um, we are um, usually all home together anyway. So the shelter in place hasn't been a huge um, change for our family, but um obviously we're still affected by it and you know even though we do homeschool work from home we're very much involved in our community our church and get out and about and we travel a lot and so it has definitely reined us into actually work from home and homeschool and so so tell me a little bit you know there are lots of families right now feeling the kind of situation and stress you guys are feeling and they're saying rhythm and uh, discipline and uh, a strategy of this step is what we do at this time and so forth. Kind of unpack a little bit, uh, Rachel, how you handle in the morning, how does the family wake up and how does the school begin and what are some of the big blocks uh, to give rhythm to you all's day? Yeah, and so um, we just try to start the morning. Um, we're not um, the rush. We're not super scheduled people, um, but we are very um, task oriented. So it is this is what we're going to accomplish today, and you know that is the overall theme. And so whether that takes you ten minutes or that takes you two hours, that's what we're going to do. And you know, so that has been that's really worked well for us. And um, we had to really find that because I was very um, much a structured school teacher um, you know that old school you know this is we're gonna have this schedule Kurt was more laid back and so I adapted to his way of teaching and it's, it's worked well for our family and so you know we have the you know the chores everyone pitches in you know we eat at the same time we you know do schoolwork at the same time um, the reading, you know, that's just something um, we started off from the very beginning is, you know, the first thing is Devo time. And so the boys know they grab their iPad and they listen you know, to a U version, you know, the Bible read out loud to them. And, you know, that's just kind of how we have started over the last three years and it's continued. And so then, you know, we have just those things that we're going to accomplish for the day. And so. So the tasks are there, you accomplish them depending on some time and so forth. Good points about saying, hey, um, we use some technology to bring in, in the word of God and bring in spiritual components into our family. Tell us the ages of your boys and just uh, what, what's one thing that you really like that feeds them spiritually, programmatically? What, what are you finding that they enjoy uh, that might other moms and dads say, that's a good thing to know 
that you've discovered is good for your boys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, it is, um, whether we're reading to them, you know, uh, no matter what age you are, uh, people always enjoy being read to, um, still at the age of 40, I still enjoy being read to, you know? And so, um, uh, for us, whether it's us reading to them or them listening to, uh, you know, to the Bible through the U version, um, even, even the Bible project, uh, has phenomenal, um, you know, there's a, a huge way of capturing their attention and they can soak so much through the Bible project videos. And so, yeah, so our twins are 11 yeah. and our youngest is six. And so uh, our twins are fifth grade. And so, you know, they're very fluent readers. Um, our youngest is kindergarten. And so he's in that learning. And so loves the visual, loves and um, those kind of things. And so the Bible project is really good. Um, and then just uh, um, the boys, our older ones, just, um, yeah, that's just kind of their um, habit of getting onto the version app, going to a book of the Bible, and just listening to it audibly. And um, that's worked well for our boys. Any other thing you want to give on the spiritual family side of things before we then switch to the, the ministry business side of, of things that you do? Any insights you want to share with young families and saying, hey, this is going to help you if you will do X? Um, I, I mean, for me, um, being more of a structured person is finding flexibility and um, not getting hung up on, especially like, because uh, we're very involved in our church where we go and, um, you know, we enjoy attending, you know, in church. And so this new uh, worshiping online, um, you know, we're just embracing that and we're making it very much, you know, family time, everything, you know, we're going to focus here. And, but then also, you know, instead of doing like the Bible studies that our church offers for the kids on Sunday morning, like trying to do like a Sunday school, trying to do church and you know, do that on Saturday night. Um, you know, our um, church has offered resources for Think Orange and, you know, they are keeping us plugged in. They're doing YouTube channels. And you know, even our um, church came by with the church being and they dropped off resources for the kids. Um, and so they had memory verses. So Yesterday, we just took the morning, and we um, I had the boys memorize each of those scriptures. There was 10, and, you know, they had this simple, you know, they weren't, like, multiple verses. They were one verse, and so we just took time, um, you know, because they were very fitting for the time, and, you know, we just went over those verses. Even And even writing the scripture out, you know, writing it you know, sticks into your, into your memory bank so much better, too. You know, it's a great way to... Uh, yeah, a great way to learn uh, just by simple, yeah, something simple. When I was a kid, I um, remember memorizing scriptures. And so it's so wonderful when you're in a, you know, hearing a message, those verses that you know by heart come. And so just like, I don't know, it resonates with you more. And so that's how it really went still with the boys, just having those scriptures known by heart. Maybe they won't know the book they're found in, but when they hear them or when as something comes up, they're like, yes, be kind to one another. You know, there's just going to be things that are scriptural based and it's not just mom said or dad said, you know. Yeah. One of the things you hit on and you're the first guys to do this, although we haven't done lots of episodes, but I really want to bring this up is when we are as young human beings, little, we have a great capacity to learn and to memorize very easily. And once we put it in our brain, it stays with us for life, like riding a bike. 
And wow, these times when we're in our home, when we've got more quiet, less distraction, getting the discipline of memorizing scripture to our children and to our grandchildren, what a gift at the end of their lives that will be as they journey through another pandemic in another quarter century or whatever. So I really appreciate you hitting that on that, that family point. I want to switch now to just some on the business side. You guys are great entrepreneurs. Tell me what you do. Yeah, so we have a um, videography and photography business. And so, um, and then we also have storage units that we manage. And yeah, so um, we're kind of those giggers. <laughs> so we're all about the gigs and, um, you know, working hard. And we do love the entrepreneur. And um, we've even instilled that with our boys. And they have just recently started um, creating and making their own baits. And so during this time, we've even really just been fostering their business, you know, just helping with marketing, communication, just all those ins and outs. So, yeah, yeah, very good. So with probably less business, what are you finding uh, as you prepare uh, for your unique role and work between life as husband and wife, between the three boys that you've got as a family, and then you've got your work piled under that same roof in a way. Um, what does technology do for you and help you? How are you being able to survive with whatever you're doing with marketing for your work and so forth? Because this is with small business right now, uh, small, young families and small business are two really stress points uh, in our country right now. You're living it, you're examples of it. Um, how can we do better in this whole episode of what we're talking about? Hey, because of my faith, we're not going to fear uh, the future. Yeah, and so I would say that's been, um, has really come to life um, a fear of the financial stability. And, um, you know, nine um, months ago, uh, we were independent distributors for a company that restructured. And so we lost 90% of our income. So we've been in the last, you know, um, nine months trying to rebuild and you know really focus on our photography and um, business and so we had started really seeing like some traction we have good connections we had businesses that were using us repeatedly and then um in march that all came to a screeching halt and so um fortunately um you know over the last four years we went the debt-free route. You know, we um, paid off our mortgage, our cars, so we don't have any debt in that way, but we still have our living expenses. We still have to provide food for our three growing boys. So anyone that has boys, <laughs> you know that you have to feed them a lot. And so um, the March 15th, it was, you know, there was stress on us. But then for me personally, the March, um, when they announced March 31st, that it was extended to April 30th, that's mm -hmm. when I just really hit a brick wall. It was kind of like, because we had a lot of businesses calling us and saying, hey, you know, through the month of April, we can't use your services, yeah. you know, because we're not having business, so we can't. That's an extra. Um, and so then we just had multiple of those calls within like 24 hours. And so just really had that pressure of like, wow, you know, what are we going to do? And so um, we've been trying to, you know, we're big into reading, um, big into reading leadership. Um, the Bible, obviously, um, talking to mentors. And so we've been trying um, to not 
just um, react, but more just respond in faith. And um, you know, obviously, lots of prayer. And um, at this time, we're just choosing to add value to others. Um, so. Um, we had a minister reach out and say, hey, you know, we're doing some videos for sermons and, you know, since they're all online, they wanted the lighting to be good. They wanted any suggestions. And so we went there and we're like, hey, you know, we have no jobs being booked at this time. Could we just do this for you? And so, you know, we're doing four interview jobs for them. Um, we've had preachers from Iowa and Missouri reach out in Georgia and be like, hey, you know, what's the best way to communicate with people and so we've been using zoom for many years and um, we love connecting and so uh, we're just trying to use like the knowledge the skills we have to keep um you know educators and ministry leaders just uh, keep rolling because you know we find them very essential and even if their buildings aren't open we find what they do you know very important right yeah and, wow yeah. go ahead yeah. yeah we're doing that at, at uh, no no cost, no charge to to them. Just to, to find a way to to help them to add value to their to their life. And that's what I really want to start to bring this to a close. Is is I love the phrase "add value" to what they are and what they're doing. That that's beautiful, and uh, God's going to honor that. And uh, we don't probably see it all. That's why we say it's faith. <laughs> you don't see it all in front of you, particularly with the uh, regular finances, the way they are getting tighter. So as we start to come to a close, I'll start with Rachel and then finish with you, Curtis, is what would be the one or two uh, takeaways that you would like to leave with our listening audience today as uh, a young follower of Christ with family and so forth? What would you say? And for me, and just use this time um, to sh and let your faith shine. You know, and there's it's easy to get trapped in the fear and you know hearing the negative. Um, but so many people need that positive. You know, on a regular basis they do, and there's so many lonely people. I guess my thing is, you know, don't get caught up in social distancing, but that physical distance. You know, keep be respectful of people's physical space. You know, don't you know do that, but yeah, that's social. Don't be social distancing. You know, people need connection. They need to hear your voice. They need to hear you care. Um, you know, for me, I've had just people on my heart. Um, and so I'll just reach out to them and be like, hey, you doing okay? You know, especially my extroverted people. <laughs> I, I reach out to them a lot and say, hey, you doing okay mentally? Because it's real, you know, um, it can really take a toll on people who just um, feed, like Curtis, he feeds off being around people, hugging people, high-fiving. And so, you know, just being there for those people that you know are extroverts who, you know, just thrive off people, I reach out to them. You know, we um, also use like social media for um, providing groups. You know, I have a group right now, um, it's called Move It, Move It. And so it's just to get people, because you see so many people saying, you know, I'm not being active, I'm eating all these um, meals. So just to encourage people to keep moving, um, you know, because, and just for that mental and physical health. And, you know, just adapting to, um, you know, online stuff, you know, don't, don't try to hold back, like just embrace it. That's what, where we're at right now. And so, you know, uh, do a monthly women's gathering. And so we're looking at ways to do that online. Um, you know, just adapt to the times, you know, don't, 
don't be like put the brakes on you know keep socializing keep encouraging others you know people need people one of the things my colleague said the other day to your point rachel was you know during this time when we're having to pivot in so many different ways and particularly in the church sector this isn't looking like well i can't gather with people so that's a step down but technology and opportunity is going to allow me to step out. And that's what you're saying. And I, I beautiful, love it, love it. What would you like to add? Uh, just to kind of add, you know, communication is key in, in so many things that we do. And uh, just, you know, for me, I love, um, I love seeing dads being uh, intentional with their kids. I love seeing, husbands being intentional with their wives. And so, you know, so many times I hate the word busy, you know, um, priorities, uh, you know, if we want something, you know, to get something done, it's, you know, we make it happen. Right. And so, yeah, just not, you know, now that, uh, we can step away from what people consider to be a busy life, um, just embrace the time that you have with your, with your spouse, Embrace the time that you have with your kids to connect and to communicate with them uh, is so huge. And so um, I just, yeah, my hope and prayers for families to get uh, tighter and closer together in this time. Oh, that's such a good word, Curtis. And as mom and dad, you know, one of the things your boys have got to be wondering is how long is this going to last? Is this life as we know it now? Are we on a different kind of planet? What, what's going on in their little minds? Tell us again the ages, you mentioned it earlier, but again, remind us the ages, and then tell us what are they thinking, and what kind of questions are they asking you as a mom, you as a dad? And so um, we have twins that are 11, and so we have all boys, and then we also have a six-year-old. And so um, the biggest thing is, you know, when can we go over to Nanny and Papa's? When can we go to Grammy and Papa's? You know, so um, we're fortunate where we live um, between our parents. So one lives 10 miles one way, one lives 10 miles the other. And so we do a lot of pop-in visits, you know, just go see them. And so really missing that family time, getting to see cousins and, you know, just bond with them. Um, our um, youngest, he probably asked the most questions, and he's just always been inquisitive, and he just really catches on to things that are going on, and um, so he'll just ask, you know, like, well, have you ever had a virus before, and then is this like the chicken pox, and you know, so just a lot of questions, and so a lot of it is just um, responding with honesty, um, you know, if I don't know, then I'll let him know I don't know, you know, if I had an answer, then I'll let him know. Um, but you're saying, you know, we can't be afraid. Uh, we do have to be safe. Um, and so just being mindful of that, like we um, are not ones to plug into the news a lot. Um, so we, we probably shelter them a lot from it. Um, you know, just with like the grocery shopping, we, we don't go, you know, as a family into the stores than one. So um, things look different and we just say, you know, this is what's being recommended at this time. You know, we're going to follow it so that um, the biggest reason to keep um, you healthy. And so just to add to that, um, just pound, I guess, pound the stone with that. Um, the news, we haven't had TV um, such as, you know, a, a cable. Uh, we have not had that for the last four years now. Um, we have shut it off, and uh, again, the news, our boys do not um, 
yeah, it's just not on at our house. Um, we don't allow um, our family to feed into that negativity. And so that would be something I, I would um, completely encourage parents uh, just to shut it off, shut off the noise, you know, and, and not, uh, not feed into it. And so, um, so with all of that, uh, saying that, um, literally our boys have been um, really good through this time, you know, honestly. Well, that's good. And so just be honest. If you don't know, you don't know and say so. And uh, we can control the message, can't we? We can control what comes in. And then that also gives us space for what we share has better traction in their young hearts and inquisitive minds as well. So Rachel and Curtis, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this uh, episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. We appreciate your faith-filled family and entrepreneurial spirits and followership of Christ. And so from you all under your roof there in Southern Illinois to all of us in our listening audience, we, we want to say thank you for giving us some of your time and for you as an audience joining us today. If you think this was encouraging in any way, use social media and share it. I know they would love that and I know God would love it and we would too. So until next time, stay tuned for another episode of Faith. Great and fear.